想知道，流星能飞多久？它的美丽是否 ？Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Drink and Discuss. My name is Christine Kim, and I'm Karen Go. In today's episode of Drink and Discuss, we will teach you how to mix a simple cocktail, then give you a boozy movie review. The review will be split into a non-spoiler and a spoiler section. So, when in doubt, take a look at our show notes. A standard disclaimer: we are not professional mixologists nor film critics. We're just two millennials trying to get tipsy and talk about movies. This episode, we will be reviewing Crazy Rich Asians by John Chu and mix a drink named Mother's Ring. Today we're drinking a mojito-inspired cocktail called Mother's Ring. Karen, how do you mix it? Okay, so it's mojito-inspired, so of course you get a nice tall glass fitting for a mojito, and then you get around ten mint leaves,、um, a wedge of lime, a sprinkle of white sugar, and you're gonna muddle it all up. And once you do that, you want to add another wedge or two of lime in there, and you want to fill the glass up with ice. And once you do that, you can add about three a three fourth shot of rum and then a three fourth shot of Midori, and then you can fill it to the brim with Sprite Zero, and that's it. Yeah. So we added the Midori in there, which I think gives it a nice like greenish color. Yeah. yeah. And it looks more like a mojito than a mojito normally would, because you feel like mojito has this like green color when it actually doesn't, because it's just the mint leaves and lime. Yeah. So it definitely looks greener. Um, but I do think it's a little sweeter, which is what we I think Christine and I were talking about. So she actually added a couple more limes in there, yeah, just to balance it out. But you know, it depends on the person. So I think some of my friends would really like the sweetness in there. Yeah, I I like it a lot. I think、um, after the ice melted a little bit, it made it taste a lot better. So I think when I remake this glass, I'm gonna skip the sugar and just, or maybe just use club soda instead of、uh, Sprite. Yeah,、um, to make it a little less sweet, but also I might just make myself a normal mojito without the Midori. I do love Midori, but it's just really for the color in this one. I mean, yeah, exactly. I love Midori too, but and also you can't really go wrong with mojito. You can make it however you like. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So here comes our non-spoiler review of Crazy Rich Asians. Rich, we've been dating for over a year now, and I think it's about time people met my beautiful girlfriend. What about us taking an adventure east, like Queens, Singapore, Colin's wedding? Don't you want to be my family? I hardly know anything about them. Every time I bring them up, it changes the subject. Maybe his parents are poor and he has to send them money. Let's take a bag and get you checked into first class. Nick, we can't afford this. So your family is rich. We're comfortable. That is exactly what a super rich person would say. Okay, so this is our non-spoiler section of our review of Crazy Rich Asians, and let me just read the summary from Google. Rachel Chu is happy to accompany her longtime boyfriend Nick to his best friend's wedding in Singapore. She's also surprised to learn that Nick's family is extremely wealthy. Thrust into the spotlight, Rachel must now contend with jealous socialites, quirky relatives, and something far, far worse: Nick's disapproving mother. So. I used the Google summary instead of the IMDb because the IMDb summary was like really bad. <laughs> I feel like their summaries have been pretty bad. Yeah, so、um, I think this 
gets the plot a little more solidly down. Um, but yeah, Karen, before going into the movie, what were your expectations? Um, I expected to be a Cinderella movie, which like you know, like a poor girl. Like maybe not. You expect the Fifty Shades of Grey? No. Oh Jesus! <laughs> That's basically maybe Fifty Shades of Relatives would be more accurate. But, okay. You know, like a big wealthy family, and then there's like a rich guy meets a poor girl. You know, but like you know, um, yeah, that's kind of what I expected. Like a commercial mm-hmm. love story, mm-hmm. but like Chinese, right? And there's like, and I, you know, I'm Chinese myself, so I watch a lot of. I guess a good amount of like Chinese commercial love story or like mm-hmm. romantic comedies, so I kind of want I kind of wanted to see how like an American Chinese version of it would be like, and mm-hmm. I guess American Southeastern Chinese version of it would be like, mm-hmm. yeah. So so those are your expectations. That's really interesting because I didn't really expect that uh, specifically about this movie. Like I. I didn't even know it was gonna be this sort of romantic comedy. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember really watching the trailer actually. That now make, that, that I think about it. it, yeah, yeah. Which is weird because I was really hyped up for this movie because I um, we're both Asian Americans, so we were both hyped about this movie that has an all Asian cast for the first time in a long time in Hollywood since Joy Luck Club, which was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited, and especially because there there will be I heard uh, an Asian American, at least one Asian American character, not just like Asians, yeah, but Asian American. Um, but weirdly, now that we mention it, I don't think I've seen the trailer before going to see the movie. <laughs> I don't think I knew what this movie was gonna be about at all. I was just like, I knew it wasn't like dark or anything or heavy. I knew it was gonna be like lighthearted, but I was just like, oh yeah. Like, uh, Constance Wu is going to be in there. I love her in Fresh Off the Boat, so I'm excited. <laughs> and that was about it. Um, but I was, yeah, I was excited for it. And I think my general impressions after coming out of the movie is that I was very delighted by the movie, very charmed, and I would go see it again. And I feel like I mentioned it before, but I love romantic comedies. And mm-hmm. this was a solid romantic comedy for me, solid hit, not cliche enough to be a romantic comedy but not cliche enough that i would still be surprised uh so i liked it what were your general impressions i I agree uh i also like romantic comedies but like i don't like the you know romantic comedy is like almost a very worn out genre i would say so when you have nice bits of surprises in there it makes my it just makes my day and i say that crazy rich asians has that um, so when I came out of it, I, I loved it. That was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was, if I watched the movie when I was younger, like I would definitely watch it again and yeah. again and again because yeah. it's just cute. Yeah, and the characters in there are, are adorable. Um, there are some weird characters in there, but you have a good share of characters that you would love. Mm-hmm. So I think that really balances it out. For yeah, me. and it's just like a general, I think, comedic sort of structure where you have these like quirky characters, mm-hmm. and like you might not you know love them as like your friend, but like you're like, oh, that's funny. That's like that guy's you know a douchebag, and you know that kind of funny characters. Yeah. So I really appreciated that. Um, and you know, I think overall it was a beautiful movie, mm-hmm. and aside from. The normal romantic comedy structure. I think the more Chinese aspects of this movie were what was especially 
more touching to me、mm-hmm. to see that on the big screen and sort of understand what's going on. Yeah, and I think they did a good job bringing a good amount of, I guess, Chinese values and culture onto、mm-hmm. the big screen within, you know, like a short, like I don't know, two hour movie or an hour and a half movie.、Right. Yeah, and it's obviously it, no one you shouldn't be. They, I think they took into the consideration their audience really well. Yeah, yeah, they weren't being, you know, um, they they weren't giving you too much of the Chinese culture. Yeah, but I think in a sense, like the audience also gets to experience, like, oh, what being Chinese is through the Asian American's eyes. Yeah, and it's very she, natural. Right, and at the same time, because it also shows. Let's get into that more. Yeah, later we can't get that more into that in spoilers. <laughs> but I think in general, I it does a good job with handling the culture because it doesn't, it doesn't have like very、uh, awkward sequences yeah, where you, you're like, you this is a、place. dumpling. This、yeah. is what we eat.、Exactly. You know, it doesn't you know handhold you through yeah, this Chinese culture. Yeah, and no one's there saying like "gongshi fa chai" or like you know "ni hao ma" or like something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's just、know? like very natural. Um, it's just part of their lives, which it is. That's true for most Asian Americans and you know Asians that live in Asia. That's just their life. It's not like a foreign culture. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I like that about the movie. I think I would recommend it. Me too. Yeah,、you、and Karen would it. recommend it. So we definitely recommend that you watch this movie. And now we'll be getting into the spoiler section、yes. of our review of Crazy Rich Asians. I chose to raise a family. For me, it was a privilege. But for you, you may think it's old-fashioned. Don't you want Nick to be happy? I know you're not what Nick needs. She's like trying to play a game of chicken with me, thinking I'm gonna swerve like a chicken. But you can't swerve. You gonna roll up and be like, "Bop bop, bitch." Okay, maybe like not as aggressive. Welcome to the spoiler section of our review of Crazy Rich Asians.、Um, I just want to start by saying that I love how this movie sort of reflected that sort of sense in many Asian cultures, where you're not marrying the guy, you're marrying his family,、mm-hmm. and that's I think what this most of this movie was about. It wasn't about typical romantic comedy where you're like fighting for. You know your love to be together, and there's like、yeah. misunderstandings, and you're like, I hate you. No, I hate you. No, I love you. It no, was, I hate you. It、too. was more like I love you, and I want to be with you, but your mom is kind of crazy. Yeah. And and she doesn't want us to be together. And like honestly, this wasn't a surprise to me, and I don't think it was a surprise to you because we grew up on a lot of Asian dramas. Yeah. And this is a very common thing. Yeah, it's a very common like plot point because you're. You know, I think at one point the the best friend character, Aquafina's character, she uh she's talking to um the main character Rachel Chu, and she says, "Oh, maybe you should ask for money. Just tell her to write you a check for one、yeah. million dollars." Right. <laughs> oh, actually, you're you're. It's funny that、like, that is a very common Asian trope thing. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the I don't know if that's I don't know if I've seen that in American. Yeah, that's not a thing. I mean, like that's not a thing. Like, if you love each other, you just get yeah, married, yeah, and that's yeah, it, right?、Yeah. You don't take the family into account. But this is a very common trope in like Korean dramas, especially where the the mother of your, you know, the guy you're dating, like you prepare, calls you no, to no, a no. cafe. You prepare a glass of water. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, you ha- you have a glass of water, and then、right. you have a um, what's it, an envelope of money, money, and you just like slide it over, like leave my son alone, and then you're like hell no, and you just like splash yeah, water yeah, in yeah. someone's face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I almost wanted them to splash water in someone's face as 
at some point, but they didn't. Yeah, yeah. So but it's like, fair enough. Okay, yeah. that's a little bit theatrical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, when Aquafina's character brought that up, I was like, oh, yeah, that is interesting. I wonder. I was wondering if that cup of water was going to show up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so I like want in, someone to get wet. <laughs> yeah, but it never did, which is, which is good. It's fine. Um, they didn't go full Asian drama. <laughs> yeah, which is... Honestly, it would have been, yeah, well, which is good though. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was saying in the non spoiler section. Uh-huh. They did a good uh, job explaining, I guess, mm-hmm. Chinese culture without really explaining it. Because so it was um, because Nick Young's character is from like a rich family, and you know everyone's wife is supposed to bring something into the family, right. and his wife isn't bringing anything into the family. So Even that, though you know she's like a really great professor, yeah, she's like, a professor, really and, and, and she's young, so it's like, oh wait, this girl's doing something right mm-hmm. with her life, and like, but she's not good enough. But I guess that's the thing; they didn't want her want her to be successful. They want her family to be a successful right. family, and they want her. To just stay at home and just like run the house. Yeah. Which is actually a very like I guess common idea. Like if you if you're marrying rich, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you're gold digging. But like are you worthy <laughs> gold of digging. gold digging? <laughs> if you're like like if you're you know, if you have a I don't know, a doctor's degree and you're like gold digging, that's not too bad. You know, you're you have a I doctor's mean, you degree. You, you have can't a PhD. really call it a gold digging if they're no, not no. after it for the money. <laughs> no, but like that's what that's how other people would see. It. That's how his family would see okay, it, right? Uh-huh. You know, like she's gold digging mm-hmm. because in a sense, because right, she's marrying right. into all this money. Right. So all if her family money. comes from money, it's fine. Exactly, because then, then it's of equal. Like there's no like no one's losing out in that mm-hmm. sense, right? But like, you know, if, uh, let's say you, you graduated from high school and like you're marrying to that family, then, like, it's gonna be even worse because she's not respectable herself. Like, what is it... Like, her her worth is, is determined by her educational history, her family, I don't know, and, like, I guess her mom and her dad's, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. life. Yeah, they're, like, moral. Morals, yeah. exactly. It's all about that. So it's, like, two families coming together. Mm-hmm. So I think this job did a good job... This, this movie, sorry, did a good job mm-hmm. portraying that. Um... Yeah, yeah, especially when um, what's her name, Eleanor Young, the mother. She like I think she's the one that hired like a private investigator and all yeah. that, right? And then looked into uh, Rachel Chu's mother's like history, and it's like your dad's not dead, like your mom left him or something, and yeah. it's it like all these stories. And, and had an affair. Yeah, and it's just like none of that literally matters, but it does to this family because it's like mm-hmm. about you know, looking good and, like, having this right. outwardly appearance of being just Refined perfect. Yeah. and perfect. And, and, and it is important, in a sense, that they make it kind of, I guess, relatable why it's important. Because the moment one person saw Nick Young kissing Rachel Chu in New York, oh, right. like, five Everyone minutes knew. later, everybody knew. So that's how fast news travels in I this I actually love that's... that sequence because it is so true. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. remember my friend, I don't know if it was you or someone else, someone someone told me that they were on, what's that chat app called? We, WeChat? WeChat. Uh-huh. They were on WeChat, and then somebody changed their status to, like, you know, the date of that day, which means, usually, that that means they just got in a relationship that day. Oh, I didn't, that wasn't me, I don't okay, know Okay, yeah, like, some other friend of me told me that they, so on WeChat, very vague status about like you know May twenty eighth twenty eighteen heart and it's like oh she's in a relationship and then suddenly five minutes later everybody knew I- exactly who it was what he does like how old he is you know his career his yeah. life story like everybody knew everything yeah 
And that's how scary some of these circles are, honestly. Yeah. And it's, I feel like, very accurately represented on screen <laughs> by yeah. that sequence. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, sometimes it's not even for malicious intent or for gossiping. Like, sometimes it's out of concern. Like, your mom wants to know, but then, like, or your aunt wants to know. But in the end, you know, when more people know, it just spreads and it yeah. just becomes gossip. And it's worse because his family's rich. And everybody knows. Um, related to the Eleanor thing, I think the actress Michelle Yeoh oh. everybody's been talking about her yeah. and like she's amazing she's amazing and that was just yeah such a good three-dimensional character mm-hmm. I think especially because you see how the grandma treats her because she also married into this family right. and the grandma still treats her how how she treats Rachel in the beginning right um when they're making dumplings oh, the yeah. grandma makes like a snide comment about oh like I guess you still need to like Learn more or yeah, like well, you're still brush making up them skin. bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like that's never stopped. She's been married in this family for decades and you know, every single step of of the way she's been hearing those comments and she tells I think Rachel later on that, you know, she had Nick grow up with his grandma so right. that she wouldn't hate him. Right. And and yet here she is like perpetuating that too with Rachel. Mm-hmm. Saying she's not good enough for her son. Right, in a sense, I almost want to see... I wish we saw a little bit more of her character, too. Because that's also another thing I wanted to bring up later on. Because I was talking to one of our friends about this movie. And um, she was saying that she loved everything. And, like, you know, the beginning and the middle was, like... You know, the build-up was really nice. Introduction was great. But the ending was a little bit rushed. Which, honestly, I agree. Because the mom um, didn't become wasn't a villain until the very end she did a turnabout you know at the end and she agreed for nick to marry rachel but then um you said she wasn't a villain until the very end no she wasn't a villain until well yeah she she didn't stay a villain until the very end because and Mm. until the very end the the biggest villain is technically the grandma yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. i mean like she had a change of heart right i mean it's a romantic comedy right so like i wish we saw more of the change of heart because i wanted to see if she saw well she definitely saw herself in rachel i think Mm -hmm. um but i don't know if she had a change of heart because she wanted nick to have freedom but or like maybe she also wanted to give rachel a chance or, like, to give, like, a younger version of herself, like, a chance. Mm. Like, instead of just perpetuating the cycle and recreating everything yeah. again and again and again. Yeah, I think she has effectively tried to stop the cycle, which is great. But, like, also, but by trying to stop it, she's kind of creating a new cycle. Because at the beginning, she wanted to stop the cycle by making Nick perfect. I don't think that stops the cycle at all. Well, the cycle, actually, well, she wanted to stop... The, the hate or the dislike that the grandmother has for her by making Nick perfect? Well, no, I think but that was mostly because she wanted her son to have the company and he wasn't going to have the company because, because you know, she hates the daughter so she wouldn't give it to the daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then if she makes her like the grandson, then she might give it to the grandson. I don't think that has anything with stopping the the mother um, and the what's it called mother-in-law hate. Mm. It it won't stop. Like the grandma still hates her. Like it's not. I guess she wanted. I got more that she wanted to seek approval. Like the grandma. Like this is how much I'm willing to give up 
to be a part of this family. That's because she, I mean, she definitely wanted her her grandson to be with the grandma, so that her well, she wanted her son to be with the grandma, so that he could be more loved by her, of course. But like, she also, also like because also I think the grandmother wouldn't think that she's fit to bring up the grandson because she's not from you know old rich family, mm-hmm. she doesn't understand all like, I don't know whatever rules there are. So like get, like her giving up her son for the grandmother to raise in a sense is better because that means that he'll have the upbringing of an old rich family household. Right. I mean, and that was the sacrifice that the mother made. Right. And that's what Rachel is not doing. She's like, you know what? I'm not gonna sacrifice this. Mm-hmm. That was her thing, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Which. All right, folks. Sorry about the pause. We had to pause for just a few minutes, but we're back. And I think that was a good time to pause because I was a little confused about what you were saying, Karen. So can you sum it up? What the point you were trying to make? Okay, so I was saying that I wanted to see more of Nick's mother's decision making, like how why she had a change of heart. It didn't have to be anything super long or like a five minute sequence, but like you know something like one or two scenes about why she really had that change of heart. Because she would have been in the same position as her mother-in-law right now, right? And as we were talking about, it's it's about continuing the cycle, or like how this cycle continues, or like why this continues. And then she effectively really has a change of heart to stop the cycle, right? Right, but I wanted to see why. Okay, yeah. So I get that, and I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> I think we see enough of why. I, we have that whole Mahjong sequence with Rachel and the mom. And Rachel basically says, you know what? I'm going to leave. I'm not going to marry your son. And your son's going to grow to hate you. And that's me winning. So if you... And that was, I think, what contributed. And that's probably not the full reason. Maybe she did re- realize, you know what? Maybe I'll like not continue this cycle of hatred. But um, I feel like that was the main reason that Eleanor had a change of heart. And she was like... You know what? She's right. This is why, you know, like all these bad, bitter feelings arise. And I just want to be a good mother and give this girl a chance. And I don't think I need to see more of a her change of heart than the ring. No, but we all we saw was a result. But I kind of want a bit more of the process. I wanted to see if she had a self-reflection and was like, oh, well, I don't want to recreate another one of my, I guess, me. I guess I don't, I don't know how see... that, like, I don't really, like, do you just want to see her talking to herself? Wait a minute. I'm continuing the cycle. Like, I should it stop. Be, it could just be like a small, no, not that. I don't really know. We all know that she stopped the cycle, but I want to know why she stopped the cycle. Everything we're saying about right now, everything we're talking about right now is kind of speculation. We know she stopped it because she loved but Nick. I think it's just That's like... part of the reason. But, like, it's more about the cycle but right? we don't need to know why i want to know why it's so it's so strange because i mean like movies generally don't teach us every single thing why characters do certain things you no. just sort of yes but like it's implied yeah but i i want something clearer from her i'm not this is not like a critique of that it's just something that i would like to know more okay of the movie because i think that she's in a very important position. Like, whether she continues this cycle or whether she stops the cycle. Like, but I why don't think she... it's her decision. 
because Rachel effectively made the decision for her. No, not really. Nick that well, would Nick Nick could hate her for now, right? So Nick is just this. Let's say he does end up going to New York and he does marry Rachel. Like who is to say that he's not going to? No, that's decision? not the. That's not what Rachel wanted though. No, I know. Okay, let's so let's just. But Nick would have done that, right? He would have gone to New York. No, he wouldn't have because Rachel wouldn't marry him. What would he? He could keep on trying. Yeah, but she would continue to say no. That was what Rachel okay. was saying. Like, so, I will not marry this guy. And so he's going to move back to Singapore because that's what he has to do, right? He's going to move back to Singapore, be with the family, okay. and he's going to hate the family. That's what Rachel's whole Mahjong sequence was about. Like, I have all the cards in my hand. I've already won. But I'm just letting you think you're winning. Mm, what do you? How do you interpret that scene then? It just I saw it more as like a possibility, like it's a possibility that she she's winning for now, but nobody knows oh, what's who's winning Rachel is winning for okay. now, right? I guess from that context, right? And she and then she did she said no to that, right? But like Nick's heart is on her side. That's how she's winning for now. No, no, no. I don't think that's what she means. No, but that's that's not what she means she's not winning because she's not winning because nick would actually would go with her or whatever it is right but she's winning the way you said she would right right that that um he will hate his family right but he also has a responsibility to his family Mm -hmm. which is why he'll hate them because he will have to serve his family for as long as he lives and that's that's the only way you can really hate a thing, right? When you're right next to it for for twenty four seven. Yeah, but life goes on, so that's why. Because I also kind of want to see. Because so you would think if you know you stayed with this family that has done you wrong, and then you stay with them for another thirty years, you'll suddenly start to love them. You grew up with a, with the family for thirty years, and then you met a girl that you love for two years. But it's not about Rachel. See, that's not. Rachel's not saying because he lost me, he's going to be sad. That's not what she's saying at all. She's saying because you're going to control every single aspect of his life. You have done so up to this moment. You're doing so now. And any girl he's going to meet in the future, you're going to do the same thing. If they're not good enough, you're going to send her away. And so you're going to continue to control every aspect of his life. And he's going to grow to hate you. Maybe not because of me. Maybe not now. But eventually, he's going to hate this family because of that. And that's how she's winning. Because... She could have easily given Nick what he wanted and be like, you know what, let's just move to New York. Let's get married. Forget about your family. But she's saying, you know what, I'm not going to let him love you like that. Because if he does that, he's going to be like, well, maybe I still do love my family. They did raise me. She's saying, you know what, I want him to hate the family. I want him to live with you guys so he knows how much to hate you. I didn't see it like that. I saw it more as a, more as a she rejected Nick so that he wouldn't have to leave the family. So he wouldn't have to choose between her and the family. I mean, I think that's also true. <laughs> but I think it's mostly about... I mean, the whole movie was about who's gonna win, the mother or Rachel. Yeah. Yeah, and Nick isn't, is very, like, ins- <laughs> inconsequential to this equation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, he was also a pretty one-dimensional character. Yeah, it was very like a role reversal. It's like typical. 
I I don't know. Maybe typical romantic comedy. Just like he's just kind of there as like the hot guy. He's married, hot guy <laughs> with a British guy. accent. <laughs> All right. He didn't person. do much. <laughs> he didn't do much. And speaking of people who didn't do much, I don't think this movie is perfect by any mm. any stance. And mm. I think most romantic movie com- comedies are like of that course, as well. No, not at all. Um, most rom coms I see, there's a host of problems in the storytelling. And one this thing, which, I don't think this one was that bad. No, no, no. I don't think. I don't know. I I didn't like a lot of things about this movie, and that doesn't make me like this movie any less. I would still watch this like ten times over. Mm. But it wasn't a perfect movie, and that's fine. But like other thing is like you know Astrid Nick's yeah, sister. Yeah. I like sh- there was like the whole you know parallel thing going like her husband not from uh, a good yeah, family, yeah, yeah. and then like he's like cheating on her. Yeah. Maybe this was a bigger plot point in the book, mm-hmm. but I it just didn't work for me in the movie. I was like, why am I listening to the story about people that have no impact on the main characters' lives? I I saw it a little bit more differently. I think it added more dimension to the situation that Rachel was in for her. Like Astrid was just you know like you said like a she's just kind of like the opposite of Nick in a sense. She's just like a rich perfect girl. Who's marrying someone mm-hmm. who's not doing as whose family isn't as well off, and like she has a good heart, mm-hmm. but like this is how her marriage could be like ended up, okay. and then like so for Rachel it's kind of like well there's more than just trying to fit in with this culture it's about afterwards also right right yeah so I think that's where it added a little bit okay. more to it yeah I also agree that their story wasn't told super well. Um, it it just feels like maybe there was more to their story, and yeah, the, yeah, there yeah, wasn't yeah. enough time to for cover sure. all that. And it just I don't know. It just felt kind of out of place for me. A little bit, yeah. And same sure. thing with a lot of the characters, because we see a lot of uh, groomsmen and the the bridesmaids, mm-hmm. and some of them have like a little bit of a bigger role, I would say. But they all sort of blended together for me. Like there were. I think two douchebag groomsmen. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell the two apart. Yeah, I was like, I was which like douche is that yeah, douche? There should just be one douche. Just combine it into yeah, one yeah, douche. Yeah. But also the part I think, I understand why they did that, and I think, um, I kind of appreciate it. It's because it's just like having more recognizable Asian faces up there. You think so? Because <laughs> I mean, like, I, I saw you know Ken Jong and Jimmy Yang, and I was just like, oh, I recognize these actors. I love them, and. They didn't play a big role, but I was like, ooh, they're funny. <laughs> well, I don't know them, but yeah. Um, yeah, Ken Jeong was from, uh, he was in a couple things like Community, and then Jimmy Yang is in Silicon Valley. That's how I know him from. Um, but they're they're both hilarious people, and I'm glad they were in this movie. I only recognize, um, well, I recognize Wakofina and, and the guy who played her dad. Who was the actor who played her Ken dad? Ken Jeong? Is that Ken Jeong? Was that? I think that might have been her dad. Oh yeah, go yeah. So that is her dad. Oh okay. So he was in Community. I didn't know. Yeah, that. he 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 was in Community. I think that's kind of. I, I knew him from uh, the Hangover. Hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah Hangover. Yeah, yeah. He was also in Hangover. I think he also had his own TV show at once, but it seemed really bad, so I didn't watch it. Oh. <laughs> it was it. Oh man, it looked really bad. Okay. I don't think it's. I hope it's not still going on. I'm sorry, Ken Jong, <laughs> but that you should not have done that. Um. Oh yeah. But he was great in this. Yeah. So it's funny that you brought up his character because they I thought they did a good job of old money and new money in this movie. Mm. It's like old money is um well 
So Aquafina's family is new money, mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> Nick's family is old money. So I think it's like the way they kind of portray it is pretty interesting. Like you know, Nick's family is everything is more. I would say, in a sense, more refined, yeah. like more. It's like the Great Gatsby of the Asians. No, but like, <laughs> no, but like <laughs> the value lies within the age of things. Like not no, but yeah, I mean that's yeah, what yeah. Great Gatsby was about too, right? I don't know. I feel I want to say oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like old money doesn't need to flaunt it. Like of course, yeah, you have. But Gatsby your... is exactly new money. Yeah, yeah. Like like um, Aquafina's family, like their the living room is like Trump's bathroom, which is exactly how new money is. Exactly, it's like oh, rich people have done this. I have a copy. Yeah, and then they dress like weird. They're wearing gold everywhere.、Yeah. They have ten rings on their fingers because I have ten fingers. Why not have ten rings? <laughs> you know, things like that. Yeah, and I, I just found this so funny when、uh, Rachel goes to see her friend's house, and it's like a really huge main mansion,、mm. and it's like, oh my god, like this is crazy. And then later they're talking about Nick Young and Alcofina is like Nick Young, he's rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like no, she's rich. <laughs>、yeah. like, but this guy's even richer than like, her. Like more than you. <laughs> like、uh, yeah. they're all rich. Yeah. Um, that's why it's crazy rich Asians. Yeah. But um, that's I wanted to bring up that point about wealth. It's just like, it's fine. It's a romantic comedy. It's typical, like you say, Cinderella type of story where、mm-hmm. it's like, oh, marry into a rich family.、Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. Look at all these fancy rich things rich people do. Yeah. But um, like obviously this movie is not trying to make any like social commentary on wealth, but it was kind of weird. Looking at this like wealth porn, and I'm like, this it just leaves a kind of uncomfortable taste in my mouth. Like it's just like idealizing how rich these people are. Just like wow, I wish I was that rich and had that much to waste, kind of thing. Oh、uh, yeah, but I'm kind of used to that from all the Asian dramas and movies, and it's not the f- is that like a common theme? I think this is pretty common, like having a. Like a marrying into like a rich family who has like who has a lot to flaunt. Usually, the main character does more. Like the main guy character does more. Like instead of just you know being. I mean, I、guy. guess, but I mean, also this is like, this does um have some similarities with typical、uh, Asian tropes, but、yeah. I think it's also plenty different, and it yeah, makes yeah, some really、sure. good commentary too about like, uh, differences between like. Tradition, like family, and like the American individualism, like how to sort of bring that into one person, like、yeah. Rachel did, and like how her mom helped her to do. Yeah,、I、but mean, yeah, yeah. And I was gonna say that Rachel is a very、um, good character. That she's Asian American, so her ideas are oh yeah, are different. Like the like Nick's mom was saying, like you're very individualistic.、Mm-hmm. Like it's all about you. But like you don't understand what like what we're thinking. It's all about the family, and then like they did a good job afterwards to portray that, like what we were talking about beforehand. Yeah, but I think、um, Rachel does、um, portray like a good, strong, like Asian American character, female character, and she just and she does a good job of that in the end. Like, but I wish we saw more of that. that you saw more、thing. of the individualisticness or the strong, I guess, the positive side of of being an Asian American. Like, cause what's cause the neg、uh, as opposed to what? I mean, cause at the well, the way they were showing it, well, 
Because the way they were portraying her, and the, well, the way that the mo- the mother saw her was that she's all it's all about her. That she's selfish in a sense. Uh-huh. She doesn't think about her the consequences of her action. But like, and toward the end, when she was just you know she's she had a wardrobe change, she <laughs> looked better, or whatever, and then she had a makeover. Um, she was talking to that like famous lady person. Oh yeah, that person that was sitting by herself. Yeah, I was just like, okay, they just they spend five seconds. Like, uh, it's just like because she she she's allowed like this, Rachel to sit next to her. It's like, oh my Rachel, God, Rachel verified. Yeah, exactly. But like you know, I wish we saw more of that because like she. Like, Rachel talking to that person, yes, it was cliche. But, like, she was talking to her not because, you know, she was friendly or she has personality. She was talking to her because she had knowledge. Like, she actually knew. Mm -hmm. Like, she was, like, a... She was in her... And she was a cultured, educated person. Like, she Mm -hmm. is a smart individual. She, like, every bit deserves, I guess, this man, Uh you know, that she's in love with. So, yeah. So, I think I like the way... They play that off. Yeah. Usually in most Asian tropes, it's just like, oh, well, she's in, she's a, she's a good girl. She's not here for the money. She's not a gold digger, so she's okay. But like here, it's like okay, she's she's obviously she's not a gold digger, but like she's more than yeah. I guess she's that more than just that. More the American side of this movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Um, but I wish more. Yeah, but the the rich thing really did leave a weird taste in my mouth. Yeah, I'm kind of used to that. But damn, that wedding scene. Oh, if I was that ain't sure. out of a fairy tale. I don't know. Were you good with that water thing? I was just... I love the water thing. That's something I've never saw before. It's something I've never imagined. I'm like, that is beautiful. And there's like the beach wave sounds in the background. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really... I, I personally didn't like that. I don't Because like, you're like, my dress is getting wet. <laughs> yeah, but like my shoes are getting wet. That's the worst part. I have to keep them on because this is a refined place. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be happy about. Yeah, maybe, maybe let's not get too deep into the logisticals of of like that, having water that, at that your is, wedding. That is my problem. <laughs> I'm like too much. But just like the just having like the water fade in with the bride and just like everything looks beautiful. I just it was it was cool. Sure. Um, I wasn't too I wasn't too romanticized by that scene. I I was more. No, I like that they did a thing with like Nick and Rachel like I think that like, I think their eyes met at one point obviously they have their eyes oh, have to meet when I like, just so actually that specific sequence you're talking about as the bride is walking and she's like looking at her group and yeah. then Nick is looking at Rachel yeah. and then it was kind of weird I think the editing was a little weird or like it was just a little bit awkward where mm-hmm. I was like who's looking at who like it's no like, I knew who was I, I mean I knew like consciously but it was just kind of weird edited in my opinion it was just like it's like cuts to rachel and then cuts to like the groom and then cuts to the bride and cuts to like nick and then back to Ra- it's like who's and then looking- to his mom <laughs> yeah it's just like, like is he looking at his mom <laughs> <laughs> who's looking at who <laughs> but like i get it you know the, the no no the couples are looking at each other yeah, but like no, yeah i i got that fine <laughs> i i think it's just kind of funny <laughs> yeah i like that scene i thought that was yeah more that was then the water going in mm-hmm. um it is pretty I guess just like you know yeah yeah not not practical not something I would do <laughs> yeah I mean I'm also not rich so well I mean you're not gonna wear your wedding dress again but I'm sure I don't know yeah since I'm not wearing it again you I'll probably flood rent it. it so I can't flood it oh okay right. <laughs> or you could buy it and then flood it and then return it and then return it <laughs> 
<laughs> and then get charged. Yeah, just dry clean at once and then return. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Yeah. Do you have any other points you want to bring up? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Yeah. The one last thing I just wanted to bring up was uh, they chose to use a cover of the song "Yellow" by Coldplay in like the climactic scene of the movie, and apparently that was like a um a slightly bigger deal because. They first tried to get the rights to use that song in the movie, and they were rejected because they're like, you know, we're not like the band and their you know management team. We're like, we don't know if this is the best music to use in your movie because it's you know the title is yellow and that seems you know like right. people will under misunderstand it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the director John Chu he wrote a personal letter to Coldplay, and he explained why he wanted to use this. Song because it, yes, it is called Yellow, and no, it's not about Asians, so mm-hmm. <laughs> not at all. But John Chu said like this was the first song that he heard, the first time he heard the word Yellow and and perceived it as beautiful instead of uh, an insult, mm-hmm. because he's grown up and he's been called these slurs, and he always thought Yellow was a bad thing, right? Not not even just in in regards to Asians, but you know like. In regards to like cowards and stuff like that, you call them yellow, right? And so John wrote this letter, um, sort of describing him growing up with that, and then listening to this music and it giving him the power back. And so that's why he wanted to use this song in the climactic scene where Rachel finally gets her power back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it worked beautifully. I did notice the music though. I didn't realize it was yellow, but I just noticed. I was like, "Oh, I recognize this music." And they're using a lot of uh, they used a lot of covers of American songs. They also did a lot of old Chinese songs. Actually, yeah, I know which I was more distracted by. So. <laughs> yeah, I noticed the old Chinese songs, and I I noticed some Chinese covers of American songs. So like, I recognize the melody. I'm like, "Oh, but that's not English." <laughs> mm. But and I was like, "Oh, that's cool," um, but. I noticed a fair amount of both Chinese and American music, which I think now that I think about it, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because especially, like, you probably recognize more songs in that movie than I did. Yeah, right? I guess. And, and that's just kind of like the the classic Asian-American experience, right? You you recognize both cultures. Yeah. Um, so I think that was great. That was the last thing I wanted to bring up. Um and yeah, I will be watching this movie again because I really want to. And it's a it's a nice like chill movie to watch. It is, and it's cute, and it's sweet, and it's endearing. Um, oh, another thing I want to quickly bring: when Karen and I we went to this advanced screening of Crazy Rich Asians, and then there's this the like talk between Rachel and her mom in Singapore. I was about to cry, but then. The these two ladies sitting next to us. Oh yeah, they were very loud and they were laughing throughout this whole entire scene. I don't know if it was related to the movie or maybe they just made a joke amongst themselves. I was right next to them and they kept saying something about oh what and you were gonna like, go back to flushing. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with flushing? <laughs> what's wrong going back to flushing? Uh... I don't understand what's wrong with you. And it was just like, sure, like, if you maybe, like, like, first of all, you shouldn't be whispering to each other in the movie theater. Yeah. But, like, I get people do that, and that's fine. Like, 
as long as it's not too distracting, fine. But they were literally laughing so loud during the most emotional scene in this entire movie. It was the two ladies were next to me. Christine was on my other side, and the lady next to Christine on the other side heard her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's how loud they were. Yeah, I. They literally looked at me and they were like, "Oh my god." (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Please don't do that, guys, in the movie theater. <laughs> I'm sure you guys don't, but... And also, the thing that they were laughing about was just offensive. Yeah. So, I just... I think I definitely want to watch this movie again because I feel like I didn't get the full impact, emotional impact of that scene. Because of that, I was too... I, I honestly don't even remember what the, the characters were talking to each other about. I kind of remembered. I I think they were just... they were They've been talking to each other throughout the movie, so I was better off at a... I, yeah, I mean, like, them. I got the gist, but, like, I just, no, I, I wish I had the full impact. Yeah, I think it's, I just remembered. I actually wanted to talk about the mother and daughter scene. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was just going to say that the, the mother and daughter relationship that they have is so sweet. Mm-hmm. And I, that's, like, almost, like, Disney level. <laughs> like, I wish. <laughs> it doesn't really exist. <laughs> but, you know, it's not a very accurate, like, Asian mom-daughter relationship. I'm sure that exists. At least not in my household or many households. <laughs> not in household. your personal life. Yeah, or in, like, you know, many other households around me or anyone that I know of. So, I mean, I kind of recognize it, though. I've I've seen that more often. But I've seen that very often in, like, I think in that scenario where Rachel is a second-generation Asian-American, right? Yeah. Well, she no, she's a first-generation, no? I mean, she, I don't think she grew up in... China or Singapore at all. Oh, no, no, she's born here, so whatever. So yeah, 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 so here. she's second generation. Right. And I see that a lot because, um, like, a lot of second generation Asian Americans don't speak fluent um, language that their parents speak. So the parents tend to speak English with them. And then, I don't know, I, I've seen that relationship a lot among my Asian American friends. Like, they're, them and their families are very nice to each other they're very (laughs) they're very american yeah i think karen you and i have a slightly different relationship because we do speak the language we we did grow up in our respective countries and then came to america right so it's it's a different experience even then i was actually talking about this recently with a lot of people Mm -hmm. where Asian Americans are like a minority group that is has their, its own culture, but yeah. then there's even like a slightly smaller minority oh, within sure. that minority yeah. where it's like second generation and beyond versus like first generation, right? And we are like in that weird sliver of population <laughs> where we're not completely Asian. We're not you know fresh off the boat as they say, right? Mm. Um, and there are like international students that I've met or like you know people who have recently come from Asia that have mostly Asian culture yeah and then there are second generation Asian Americans who have mostly American culture and I think we are the sliver that sort of is right in the middle so we don't get that nice mom relationship yeah we don't get the nice mom relationship all right we get the <laughs> stoic Asian parents throw my slipper at your face kind of relationship <laughs> <laughs> um but um that's fine yeah but I was just thinking about this recently not just because of this movie but just in my friends and in my uh life experiences but with that I think we'll We'll end this episode. So, yeah, this wraps up today's episode of Drink and Discuss. If you would like to reach out to us, you can email us at drinkanddiscuss at gmail.com. That's drink, the letter N, discuss at gmail.com. This has been Christine Kim and Karen Go. See you next time. <laughs>